You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. This is CBS Sports Radio, and you are locked in to the JR Sport Brief show. I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket, Rocket can. All right, I'm going to be here with you for the next two hours. It's a four-hour show. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Obviously, you can tune in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. If you want every minute, if you want every second, you want every hour, tune in on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Thank you to my friends on Sirius XM Channel 158 and everyone listening on a smart speaker I'm here with super producer and host Dave Shepard and we got a lot to discuss over the next two hours it's been a busy Monday it's been busy as hell obviously we're coming off the heels of well now we've concluded week three of the NFL season and we just had a game go final not too long ago I'm sure you heard it here via Westwood one the Dallas Cowboys, they just beat the New York Giants 23-16. to Both teams now have a record that stands at 2-1. and one. AFC, or excuse me, the NFC East typically is called the NFC Least in, in many regards. But the Philadelphia Eagles, they're at the top of the heap. 3-0. and Yeah, everybody's going to look up at them. And so tonight, the Dallas Cowboys walk away with a a W, and good for them. But they ain't the Eagles. And meanwhile, for the New York Giants, where there were a lot of people real hyped about the the prospect of the Giants starting their season at 3-0, man, they got smacked with the reality stick real soon, very quick. It didn't waste any time. And so tonight, this game took place in New Jersey, the Meadowlands, home of the, the New York Giants and MetLife Stadium. And the Dallas Cowboys have beat the New York Giants again. This is almost like their birthright. Ten out of their last 11 meetings, the Dallas Cowboys have just taken their lunch money, their breakfast money, taken their dinner. They, they, they're just taking everything. And so to start this game off, not all that interesting. We pretty much watched a a field goal festival to start things off. But by the time we got to the second half, the Dallas Cowboys started running off, I don't know, about 17 consecutive unanswered points between the third and the fourth. By the time we got into to the third quarter, it was still 6-6. And then things started getting cracked wide the hell open, especially for those Dallas Cowboys. About it started off here. 
Ezekiel Elliott. Real simple. One-yard touchdown run in the third quarter to tie the game up 13-all. Take a listen. Third and goal from the one. High formation. Ferguson, the fullback, in front of Elliott. Third and goal from the one. Handoff, Elliott coming right, pushing. Goal line. Bangs in. Touchdown, Elliott. Yeah, shout-outs to the Cowboys radio network. Game was tied all up at 13. And then we had a little bit more of a of a deciding score to push things to another level. CeeDee Lamb on the receiving end. One-handed catch from Cooper Rush. This was in the fourth quarter. Brown in the right slot. Elliott to the left of Rush. First and goal outside the one. Snap back. Rush looking left. Fade. Lamb. Caught in one hand. Touchdown, Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys went up at that point 20-13. to 13. They were able to add a, a field goal. Giants were able to add a field goal. And then the New York Giants, they had a chance. They had an opportunity down 23-16 to 16 to put some more points on the board. Daniel Jones trying to move them on down into a position to score. And it didn't work out for Daniel Jones. His receiver slipped. And the ball intercepted by Trayvon Diggs. Take a listen. Second and 15. Clock at a minute 17 in the game. Snap to Jones. They stunt. He throws it over the middle. That's intercepted at the 35 by Diggs. And he slides down at the giant 27. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs was was able to get his hand right under the ball. A little bit of a juggle before it would even hit the ground. Just so he can go out there and secure the INT. And that, that was pretty much all that she wrote. This is what the final call was, courtesy of the Cowboys Radio Network. Final seconds are ticking off. But look, we've all seen the Eagles. They look really good. They do. But unbeatable, I might say. You might. But this now gives the Cowboys an edge on the Giants. They've got Washington coming into AT&T Stadium at noon next Sunday. And so, you know, it gives you a little start. It gives you a little momentum. It was an important game. Yeah, it, it was an important game. And congratulations to the Dallas Cowboys. As they just mentioned, the Dallas Cowboys' next game will be against Washington, the same Washington that could barely muster really any points against the Eagles. I mean, they lost. They only put up eight points in the entire game. And so if you have to take a look at the NFC East, you got two teams at the top, and then you got two teams at the bottom. We're going to get into – the New York Giants and what they are, what they are not. And then you can pretty much say the same thing for the Washington Commanders. Like these are the bottom feeders in the NFC East, what a lot of people make fun and call it the NFC least. This is for the Eagles to lose. And for the Dallas Cowboys, this is for them to say, we just going to take it. If the Dallas Cowboys cannot go, three and one against Washington and walk away with a victory there, then the Dallas Cowboys just 
that just need to tread water like they do every season. We know what the main storyline is. When is Dak going to return? And if and when the Dallas Cowboys do choke later on in the season, what's Jerry Jones going to say this go-round? Is he just going to automatically just tell Mike McCarthy, hey, man, just leave the headset on the ground. Uh, Quinn is going to come through and pick it up and, and take over. Like, what are we waiting for? The Dallas Cowboys have always done a tremendous job selling the team and selling the brand. Well, it's history. It's not because of, of recent winnings. Dallas Cowboys have been full of drama. How long do we hold on to this, coach? And, you know, where's the naked pictures that Garrett has of, uh, of Jerry Jones? And, and when is Jerry Jones going to remind everybody that Mike McCarthy is the head coach for now? It's just it's too many question marks. And so the Cowboys, yeah, the clock is ticking. You know, it was said to have been a, a month and a half or maybe two months. Well, every time we hear anything, the, the timetable and the time frame is moved up for Dak Prescott to return all the time. And even tonight, Ezekiel Elliott, it's nice to see him contribute. People give him a little bit of a break. Zeke talked about how much that he wants Dak back, but he trusts Cooper Rush. This is courtesy of Westwood One. We want Dak as back as soon as we can, but we want him to be safe. And uh, I think I think we got trust in our, our uh, medical staff that, that they're going to make the, the right decision for him. But, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, definitely a, uh, a big relief that, that Dak doesn't have to rush back. And, um, shoot, I mean, Cooper, Coop's rolling. Yeah, well, listen, Dak Prescott, he's had the stitches removed from his hand. They came out on Monday. He is not ruling himself out. This is from Dak. He says, I'm not ruling myself out. But for the next game against those commanders. But at the same time, Cooper Rush is the guy leading the team right now. And Zeke, you can call it a little bit of a confidence boost. He says, yeah, Cooper Rush, oh, he's clutch. There's no surprise at all. Actually, we got a new name for him. It's, it's Cooper Clutch. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, he's a vet. He's been here for a while. I mean, he knows his offense. He, he, he's poised. Uh, it seems like there's no, no moment bit too big for him. And, uh, I mean, shoot, he, he's two and, what, 3-0 and now as a starter. Oh, here we go. Hey, Shep, is he still going to be Cooper Clutch when he's on the sidelines? I Man, that's a good question. He gonna clutch, clutch like clutch the clipboard, right, or the iPad? They're two and zero with him this season, man. So what does that mean? Is is Dak really the? Is he, I know they paid him like the guy, but is he truly the guy? He's getting forty million dollars a year. He better be the guy. I I I think, I think it's process of elimination. So I think it's like the mo the the biggest of the least with him. What the hell does that mean? Dak like doesn't this. win that game tonight. On Monday Night know. Football, as poised oh, as Cooper Rush was, yeah, Dak just he he's 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 a shade below Tony Romo. He's just good enough where he gets <laughs> his team into a position to come within a possession with a minute thirty left, and you're driving the football, 
and he never can really put you ahead. It goes back to his rookie season versus the Packers in Dallas when they had home field advantage. I see Cooper Rush win these close games. I don't see that from Dak Prescott. He's more talented than Rush. There's no argument there, Jr. So what are they supposed to do? Tell this man sit his ass on the sidelines when his hand is fine? Well, what, what, what I'm saying is, I you know what? The Eagles, and you know this, covering the NFCs as long as you have, they would have sworn to their mother that Carson Wentz was the guy. And looking back, and I'm, I'm not trying to be silly with this, looking back, you're telling me, they and I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but they wouldn't have done a revisionist history and gone with Nick Foles, now knowing what Wentz has become? For when? Well, remember there was that debate. Remember Nick was the hot quarterback. He, we know, obviously, about the Super Bowl versus Brady. Right. And then he came very close the next year to an NFC title uh, you know, appearance championship. People don't talk about that enough. Right. He was the guy. And Wentz had the bigger arm. He had more velocity. He had more athleticism. We get all that. It's the same thing with Dak versus this guy Rush. I get that. But I've never seen Dak go back-to-back games and be as clutch as what I've seen from Cooper these past two weeks. Well, I think if, if you were to see Cooper Rush for probably a stretch outside of two weeks, you might be saying something different. Or I might not. We don't well, know. He's no, 3-0 we, in his career. I know That I know. And that's pretty damn impressive. We, we don't know. But, yeah, to, to win three games and go, oh, my God, yeah, we did this. Well, what exactly is uh, – what are you seeing out of Cooper Rush that would make you go, oh, when Dak is here, we're not going to play him? Not enough. You know what? I mean, should have had better stats today. CeeDee Lamb should have caught that ball. That should have been a touchdown early on in the game. When it was like 6-3 or something. So you, you're sold on the uh, the almost 30-year-old guy who's uh, been sitting around here carrying a clipboard for the past bunch of years. Dak's not. JR, Dak has been the quarterback now. I'm not asking you about right. Dak. Right. I'm asking you about Cooper Rush. I, 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 you know what? Here's what I know. The Dallas Cowboys and mediocrity have been first cousins for 20-some-odd years now, since Aikman and the triplets, since those guys went to pasture. What I know is Tony Romo, along with Dak Prescott, have continuously come up shy. In Tony Romo's case, just shy, robbed of that call in Green Bay and Lambeau. We don't have to revisit that with the Des Bryant, which should have been a catch. But I have never, ever been confident that Dak Prescott is the guy. I don't know. And Cooper Rush is 28. He's not an old man, Jr. Like, I just think sometimes you just got to ride with the hot hand. And we know what Dak does. He falls short every single time in the playoffs, whether it's clock management, whether it's the costly you know, interception. Oh, man. Right? You, you know what? There's actually a point of, of getting there. I'm not going to look at a quarterback who throws for, I don't know, you know, 48,000 yards, the year that his ankle got ripped to shreds, he was on pace to throw him for 6,000 yards. I think he had a, a good chance of actually being the first quarterback to do it. I'm not going to look at a guy who on a good year can say, hey, here's 47-48, you know, here's, I don't know, 30, 30-plus 30 touchdowns and, and limited turnovers and just say, I'm just going to hand the crap over to Cooper Rush is a reason why he's the backup. And it's not just what you see on Sundays. It's not just what you see in the playoffs. It's, it's what you see on a week-to-week basis in practice. But there's gamers, JR. You and I both know that. And when you've thrown the ball 125 times in your career and you've only had one interception, 
that speaks volumes about your poise on the biggest stage. And Monday Night Football, there's not too big a stage that there is Monday night. So you're telling me in plain English, you want to let Cooper Rush go out there and throw the ball until he doesn't do anything, until people want to clamor for yeah. Dak to come back. Yeah, I mean, that, that game should not have been. I mean, I mean, we, we had a call of Francois, and I thought, he, I thought he was accurate when he talked about more you know, questionable play calling tonight. I mean, I thought that game should have been a lot more overwhelming, you know, in terms of the win, 23-16. You know, that, that it, it should have been a three-touchdown blowout. These are, these are reasons, and this is outside of the game. This is why the Dallas Cowboys are a crap show. Because you can have Jerry Jones come out and go, oh, man, I love for a quarterback controversy. You know, the, the worst thing that you can have in professional sports is instability. When you have to think about who's this or who's that or who's starting this or who's starting that, it's no different than taking a look at at Kenny Pickett and the situation with him and Trubisky, you know, up in Pittsburgh. We all know Kenny Pickett is going to get his chance. He's going to get his opportunity. But it's not it's not it's not a game of Madden. You actually want to keep your entire team invested. It's not so much of, oh well, let's keep him out there. If you were to ask the Dallas Cowboys, the actual players, the guys who play, they're not going to throw anybody under the bus because, quite frankly, they can all get got. And and they can look week to week, and they know who the better guy is. And when you start playing these games about, well, the owner says the head coach, he might be gone. And, yeah, Dan Quinn is capable of being the head coach, but Mike McCarthy knows he's not going to be the coach forever. Well, well, we all know that, Jerry, so just shut up. And when you start having that that trickle down, you create a circus. You really do. Yes, Cooper Rush has, has done okay. Has he wowed us? And I'm not talking about the play calling. I'm not talking about – I'm talking about him, his own talent, what he's capable of doing. I haven't seen enough that's world-changing that makes me go, oh, well, Dak is healthy, and uh, yeah, let's, let's keep rolling Cooper Rush out there. Because then what you create is you start creating angst in the, in the team, in the locker room that doesn't need to be there. Like, oh, well, let's, let's, roll, let's roll Cooper out. Let's roll Cooper out. Well, then when Cooper gets exposed and then you throw Dak out there, you've created even more of a disaster. Like, Dak is getting $40 million a year for a reason. Because they feel they can win and start with him. And this is not getting into what the postseason record is and, and what happened and didn't happen. You know what you're going to get. He's an above-average quarterback. And quite frankly, the entire team around him, they can, they can use a whole hell of a lot of help. Jerry Jones has faltered in what they want to put around him, especially this past offseason. He made it very clear. I ain't paying Amari Cooper this money. He ain't worth it. And so it goes on and on. Now you want to make you want this man to go out there and, and, and make miracles when, A, you, you've lost talent, whether it be on the offensive line or to, via free agency or trade. And then you also you, you undermine your coach at every chance and, and, and possibility that you can get. And so allowing Cooper Rush to continue on as, as quarterback, that would be the most uh, – Jerry Jones thing. It's, it's, it's not going to happen. 
And I, I guess the minute that, you know, Dak goes out there and throws an INT or he stinks for a game or two, man, I, I, I'll be damned if people start going, oh, we want Cooper Rush, bring him back, bring him back, bring him back. It's unlikely. He's been sitting on his ass watching everybody else throw the rock for years, and there's a good reason for that. The phone lines are open. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The Dallas Cowboys, they walk away with a victory tonight against the New York Giants, 23-16. to Dak Prescott, he might be back as soon as the next game. Should Cooper Rush continue to get that opportunity to start? Or should the ball be handed right back over to Dak Prescott? I'm going to take your calls on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show right here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, every time I get into an Uber, I always turn the Uber drivers onto your show. We talk about sports. Tell them how awesome you are. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Shout out to all the Uber drivers out there. Shout out to all the Lyft drivers out there. Everybody transporting another human being in the back of their vehicle. If you're in the back of that vehicle, make sure you give them a good tip. If they're good. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Tonight, Monday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys, they defeat the New York Giants. What else is new? This is what they do. The final score, 23-16. to Dak Prescott is, well, he finally had the stitches removed from his hand. And he's like, hey, listen, I'm, I'm trying to be out there for our next game against the Commanders. Is, are we going to see that? We don't know. But that's when Dak wants to return. Meanwhile, Cooper Rush is still holding down the fort tonight against those New York Giants. He happened to throw that pretty much game-deciding touchdown uh, to C.D. Lamb. He finishes the evening with 215 yards passing, and that touchdown to Lamb to pretty much, uh, you know, close out the game. And, we you know, on the defensive side of the ball, Trevon Diggs, he was able to get his hands on an interception, and that was all that she wrote. And so the Dallas Cowboys, they improved their record to 2-1. and one. The New York Giants fall to 2-1, and one. and everybody is still pretty much looking up at the Philadelphia Eagles. They're 3 and oh, and so I take a look at Cooper Rush and I go, okay, fine. Yeah, he's holding down the fort, but he's not like he's out there exactly game changing. And yeah, in a short sample size, when the hell have we seen this guy throw the ball outside of, of, of spot duty here? But everybody's showing him love for right now. But when Dak is ready, you put Dak back out there. I mean, this is a Dallas Cowboys team, and it's a different team from last year. 
They were first in offense. They were first in scoring. We just going to hand the reins over to Cooper and say, hey, please, just, just lead us to the promised land. Dallas Cowboys are not, I repeat, they are not one of the top, top teams in the NFL this year. If anything, they've taken a step back from what they did last season. To think that Cooper Rush is, uh, you know, going to be the savior. Nah. Let Dak go out there and, and earn his money. Mike McCarthy, after the game, he had a lot of positive things to say about Cooper Rush. Take a listen. Cooper played very well. Um, you know, you know, came out, wanted to get him a rhythm throw there and really on the first play. And, uh, you know, I, I thought he did a great job exercising the game plan. We were in a bunch of run checks, you know, um, you know run pass checks, you know, all the way down to the, you know, the, the, the one third down that, you know, uh, we had a chance for, for a big play there. So I thought he managed the game very well. Yeah, managed the game. Yeah, managed. Not, not won it, managed. Dylan, let's call it from Pennsylvania. You're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. Hello. Yes, you're live. Go ahead, Dylan. Um, yeah, I I would just like to say that I am uh I'm very impressed with Cooper Rush. You know, um, it's it's kind of strange. You know, I live in Pennsylvania and I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. So you know, I I I get a lot of flack whether the Cowboys win or lose. You know, but um, after seven years, I just I just can't defend Dak Prescott anymore. And I think that the $40 million a year that they give him is ludicrous. I think it's insane. I don't think he lives up to the hype. I think he falls short of the measuring stick whenever the reins are given to him and whether, you know, if he comes back and can win a playoff game or two and maybe solidify himself and prove that he's worth the money that he's getting, um, unless if he fails to do that, then I, I say just keep rolling with Cooper Rush until things start falling apart. Okay, so in the the probability which might be high of things starting to fall apart, what do you do when you've now paid a quarterback and you've committed to him $40 million per year? Uh, You sat him on the bench when he's come back from injury. He helped lead the league in scoring last year. He came off of a busted-up ankle in the process. And someone who wasn't even thrown an NFL pass, I don't know, a season and a half ago, and really hasn't ever really thrown a pass – when he stinks, what do you think the temperature of the team will be at that point? Um, you know, I'm pretty sure there will be a lot of hot heads. Um, you know, whether whether the Cowboys continue to win with Cooper Rush or whether they start losing, um, there, there's always going to be backlash. There's always going to be fans that want Dak back. There's going to be fans that say, hey, you need to sit out, get healed up, and then come back. Um my biggest concern is when Romo got all that money year after year after year, he got hurt and last three seasons, Dak's been hurt. So I'm just not trying to see them repeat history and have a quarterback that they pay all this money to continue to get hurt. And, you know, well, sort of the measuring stick. I don't, I don't think it's, it's comparable. And thank you. Thank you, Dylan, for calling from PA. You know, if I have to think about Tony Romo, it was just a matter of his, his collarbone. It's like, oh, you, well, you break that sucker one time, it's going to pop every time. Dak had his ankle blown to shreds. He was one of the most durable quarterbacks. I think it was four consecutive seasons that he did not miss a game. 
And so he has his ankle blown to pieces against the the New York Giants. I think Logan Ryan uh, brought him down. And then you come back, and he's dealing with a little bit of it last year with, with the ankle, the sore ankle. And then this year he has his hand broken. And it was like, okay, it happens. Quarterback, it happens. I mean, here we have the case of Tom Brady dealing with a busted hand. He's like, my hand is fine, guys. And so it, it's going to happen. I want to put him in the category of now he's just ridiculously susceptible to more injuries than the next guy because I don't, I don't think that's fair. 855-212-4CBS. Rob is calling from New Orleans. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, man, I, I think that's the man. I think this guy, Cooper Rush, whatever the name is, Rush, he hasn't faced a defense yet. You know, he, uh, it's early in the season. He hasn't faced a good team, a powerful team, and that's how I, I don't know how good he is. But for, for right now, he played the, the lowly uh, Giants. He only had much of a defense, you know, so he didn't do anything yet. It's going to be a while, you know, if I can make a decision. Let them play somebody like the Ravens or somebody with a defense, you know. We've been doing the same thing with Tyson. Uh, what the name is Tyson Hill in New Orleans, you know. They thought he was a, a also a quarterback. They found out different later on uh, when he played some real defenses. Well, you know? when it comes down to Taysom, I mean, uh, people looked at him as just a, a Swiss Army knife. I don't think every, anyone ever looked at him and said, oh, my God, he's he's going to break the game or he's going to change the world here. I don't think I don't think that's been the case. Matter of fact, let's hear from Cooper Rush himself. He spoke after the game, after the victory, and he said, yeah, it's not just about me. It's about the team. Division opponent, you want to get off, you know, in the division on the right foot. Another great team win. Our defense holding another another offense under 20, uh, running the rock, making plays outside. You know, this is kind of what we want to do. We want to come in here and, um, you know, division game is what it's about is coming in and winning. Oh, damn, he sounds real enthusiastic, but why not? He won. Let's see if he holds on to that job as they get ready to take on Washington. The phone lines are open. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Dallas Cowboys beat the Giants tonight, 23-16. to What's next for the Cowboys? Is it putting Dak back into the driver's seat? Is it holding on to to Cooper Rush to kind of navigate the waters for a little while longer? And then, yes, we're going to talk about the New York Giants. This is a uh, a sad situation. And if you thought that the Giants going 3-0 was supposed to help them do anything, good luck with that one. Not the case at all. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Man, I love the show. Jay, I just want to say, man, your show is not a show if I don't get at least one. Oh, God, from you. <laughs> 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 
with this guy talking about Robert De Niro, and you're like, well, what's the point? Well, you know, he ate pizza and his son. And these last five minutes had to have been the most hilarious I've ever heard on your show. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio tonight. The New York Giants, they lose to the Dallas Cowboys. The final score, 23-16. to 16. And so the calls for, for Cooper Rush to continue on are... I don't even know what the hell to say about this. Now, what the hell have we seen from Cooper Rush? What what long body of work have you seen where you just go, wow, I can't wait to, to see him out there? He ain't running anywhere. He's already operating with a limited offense. What, what, what else do we supposed to expect? Or what else are we supposed to expect? I mean, you can pick apart everything that we've seen from uh, Dak Prescott, but Who's a better quarterback? What are, what are we doing here? Are we trying to win games or are we just trying to treat every game like a like a Petri dish? Like, come on, what are we doing? 855-212-4CBS. Paul is here from Vegas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, hi. How are you doing? I'm excellent. Um, le- good. Let's look at this realistically. You've got an unheralded quarterback that's come in and had two very good games. The Dallas Cowboys, they're a business. They are winning back-to-back games with this guy. You roll with the flow. You roll with the magic until it's not there. You've got Dak Prescott there. Yeah, you paid him $40 million. That was your agreement. So you sit on it. You live up to your agreement. The object is to win. And as long as they're winning, you keep it going until it stops. To me, it's a no-brainer. It's business. Well, I'm. Well, that's uh, that's this very easy to say, Paul. What quarterback do you feel gives the Dallas Cowboys a better chance to win a game week after week? Based on, I would, in the long run, Dak Prescott. But you don't break what you've got going now. You well, what do you have? Well, what a do flow you there? There's well, a what, flow there. Well, you don't you stop? lose the flow. Well, Paul, be quiet. I heard you the first time. I'm asking you a different question now, okay? You, you said that. I understand that. What exactly have you seen from Cooper Rush? How many, t- how many times have you seen him start a football game? Uh, the past two games. Oh, so you've seen him play for two. Okay, you've seen him play for two games. Uh, how many years or how many games have you seen Dak Prescott play? And the Minnesota game last year also. Well, the times I've seen him play, oh, he's so. been very good. Dak Prescott, I've seen him play a lot. Okay. And what so I don't seen... like about him is his inconsistency. He hasn't been consistent with he fumbles, he throws interceptions okay. in untimely situations. Okay. I don't think he's a quarterback that can take you to the Super Bowl. So he's no Tom Brady. He's no, well, he's no we know that, by Paul. a long shot. Paul, we know that. Who the hell is Tom Brady? Huh? Is it, it going to be the cool? goat. Is it going to be Cooper Rush? No, but he's winning now. So the short term, you keep the short term going. Well, let me you let me explain something, to Paul. Let it me let me tell. If you were, wouldn't you do that? If well, be well, Paul. Damn, Paul. Paul, you're on hold right now. No one can hear you. You're you're talking into a silo. Listen to me, Paul, and I'm gonna bring you back. 
because you're repeating yourself. Is this more of an indictment on who you believe Dak Prescott is or is this about Cooper Rush? If you Mike McCarthy said it out of his own mouth, Cooper Rush has done a good job managing the game. If anyone wants to tell me that they don't believe in Dak Prescott winning a Super Bowl, winning a championship, winning a playoff game, if you want to tell me that, then by all means, then then tell me you don't like Dak. But to tell me, oh, man, well, let's roll. Let's roll with Cooper. Yeah, I'd agree with you until Dak is healthy because I haven't seen enough. I haven't seen enough from 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 Cooper Rush for me to go. Oh, man, absolutely. We got to keep rolling with him because he's winning us ball games. That's not what I see. I see him existing. I see him not throwing games away. I don't see him going balls to the wall. Let's go out there and get it. You want to know what, what, what has shocked me from a quarterback, what I've never seen before? The, the man who's, who's playing with uh, fractured rib cartilage right now. His name is Justin Herbert. That man got an opportunity to play. Heralded, highly heralded quarterback. We never saw this man throw a pass in the league. And the minute that he was out there after Tyrod Taylor caught a, a needle to the lung, Herbert was out there whooping ass, and there were zero questions about who the guy was, okay? What has Cooper Rush done? If you want to tell me what you haven't seen from Dak, then go ahead and tell me that. Mike McCarthy is not a dumbass himself. He said it last week because Jerry Jones wanted to say it. Yeah, it'd be great if we had a a quarterback dilemma. And Mike McCarthy was like, yo, Dak is the quarterback. We can all be happy with what Cooper Rush has done. Not throwing away the games. But put this man out there for another 15 games, and God bless. Let's see what happens. Paul is here from Vegas again. Paul, does that make sense? Oh, you didn't hear me? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Shep, Shep, the man never – did he take a breath? Did he stop at all? You I was think? I was too busy screening calls to have listened to Paul <laughs> Vegas the whole time to be perfectly honest with you, but I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, went nanosecond to nanosecond without a single breath. That was funny. Yes, it was. Did you hear me? No, nah, man, I told you I was putting you on hold to bring you back. <laughs> you made that very clear. <laughs> and he like like he's like Paul is overconfident in Cooper Rush. He is drastically overwhelmingly overconfident in Cooper Rush for a guy that has a career four games. JR, I just think Cooper Rush hasn't been fully evaluated yet to his ultimate potential. That's where I'm coming from. Sure, but do do you do that in the regular season? Yes, you do. Well, because you think the Cowboys are not going to do anything regardless? I think that they, they have gotten to a ceiling with Dak Prescott, and that ceiling, I believe, has closed for them. He is what he is. And I, I get what you're saying about durability. He, he is that, and he's an exceptionally good quarterback in the regular season. But the 1-3 and three record in the postseason and the types of losses he has accumulated in his postseason career has me, you know, yearning for another quarterback. Right. Well, I, I can understand that. Well, that goes to that goes to my point that I just said. That's more about Dak than it is about Cooper Rush. 
And if you if you are anybody is going to be willing to just close the door immediately on Dak Prescott, then you might as well just just tank the entire team. And they've they've been in that process, and it, it's not all having to do with Dak, not not at all. And so to say, hey, we just going to roll out Cooper Rush? Like, what is he doing? I don't see. Look look at the numbers. Look at the stats. Look at the games. He's he's managing the games. For all of these quarterbacks that we have in the NFL, it's it's very easy. It's very simple to look at the guys who just get blank done. Lamar Jackson gets it done. Herbert gets it done. Allen gets it done. Mahomes, we know who the elite of the elite are. And so to have a guy, Paul from Vegas, goes, well, Dak Prescott is not, not Tom Brady. Tell me something I don't know. Then what is he? He ain't too bad. Sign me up for 4,800 yards and 37 touchdowns. Give me that tomorrow. I mean, we just talked about a team. Look, the the New York Giants, they don't know who the hell their future quarterback is. It's not Daniel Jones. New York Jets, another New York team. They got to hope that that Zach is their guy. And I can go on and on about teams that just wish they had their QB. Wish they had that scenario figured out. And Cooper Rush? I could be wrong. Look, this man, Dak, may come back and take his job. And the next time we see Cooper Rush may not be this year. Let's just be honest and be real here. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take more of your calls here on the Dallas Cowboys. At the same time, on the other side of the break, I mentioned to you Daniel Jones. I don't care what he did tonight. This man is not going to be quarterback for the Giants into the future. We're going to talk about the Giants. We'll get into the Cowboys. We'll wrap up with more of your calls. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 